Forge Podcast. I'm your host, Cartwright Morris. I got a quick and good one today for you. Um, but if you haven't um, subscribed to the website, just go to mentorforge.com. Uh, should be a link pop up that you can download a PDF for free. And uh, yeah, you just get all the updates on the podcast and a lot of things that we're doing in the Mentor Forge community, uh, trying to grow men, advance men in life lead them towards lasting success, lasting change. Um, yeah, and you kind of get a little more insight on what I'm doing. So, yeah, just go to mentorforge.com. Please subscribe. Get on the mailing list. I promise I don't bother you too much. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so today, yeah, there's a thought I've been kind of rattling around in my head of just really how do we take risk? How do we um, do it well? When, when should we? How do we? All those questions, right? as I've kind of been mulling over this uh, platform, how I can best serve you, I thought about uh, kind of those big questions, you know, what's important, why is it important and how do we do it? Always the practical side of it. Um, so yeah, one is just taking risk. I think in our twenties, we have to take risk. What the, why is that important? Um, for so many reasons, um, yeah, it creates change. It keeps us out of our status quo. It, uh, probably the biggest thing, and I could say for myself, is we learn about who we are. Um, so a couple of stories for you for myself. Uh, I can think of really three big things, and they kind of categorize uh, what I'm trying to say today, three ways to take risk um, or know how to take risk, right? So first we, t- we take risk for change. Uh, early on, that can be good. Um, we just need to change our scenery. We need to change our relationship. We need to change our job. Uh, we just need to change overall because the place we're at, the people we're surrounded by, it's, it's just not good. Um, it's usually we need to leave bad. It's not moving towards good, which sometimes that can be, that's mostly the risk we need to take. But sometimes it could just be that starting place. I just, I just don't need to be where I'm at right now. Um, when I was, oh, man, what was that? Yeah, I was 23. Still hadn't graduated college trying to figure out life. Still <laughs> career. All my friends are moving on, taking, um, making big life decisions like marriage and career and I felt like I was going to be behind. And I think a lot of us feel that, that I'm behind most of the people in my life when we're 24, 23, that they're doing this. We live in that comparison stage. Um, so maybe, yeah, the risk for change is really because it comes out of a, a poor motivation. I think that's one of the things I'm going to get to today is really talk about that. Um, so when we take risk, for change, a lot of times it's not motivated in the right place, but we sometimes just need it. And sometimes we just don't need to focus so much on the failure, even though the fear is great. So when I was 23, I decided, um, yeah, that I was going to, I wanted to be a football coach. I wanted, that was going to be part of my redemption story. Um, writing wrongs in my life that I didn't get to be, be the football player that I wanted to be in high school. So being a coach would write those wrongs. So what's the best way to do that? Well, in the coaches industry, you really need playing experience. Um, so I decided to uh, 
I was at school down at Auburn University. Um, great place, good place, made a lot of friends. But as my friends were leaving school and, and getting started, I was still there and still hadn't gotten my degree. So I decided um, I didn't fit in here. I needed to do something different. I needed to have that mark on my life that, you know, where I was, went to weddings and I could say, oh, I'm doing something. Um, cause I don't know if anybody, if you relate to this, but I was kind of at a place where I was kind of just making stuff up when people asked me, Oh, Corey, what are you doing now that I was at weddings and in my buddy's weddings and answering questions. And, um, my insecurity was just so at the surface and I just got tired of those surface level. Cause I worried about what people thought that I'd only see every two to three years. If that even now, right. Some of those people I hadn't even seen since those weddings, which is just the irony of once we get the big picture, but in the moment you feel so insecure and you just got to say the right thing. You want to, don't want to get the, Oh, it's okay. It'll work out for you or you'll be fine. And they just kind of say that to make themselves feel better. Cause they get, they don't like the awkwardness of <laughs> this poor pitiful 23 year old who doesn't know what the he's doing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so to, so I wouldn't have to do that. So that's a great, once again, great motivating factor. So I wouldn't have to answer those types of questions. So insecurity does when you got to address it head on, or if you don't, you're going to make some pretty crazy decisions that aren't going to be awesome for you. You'll learn, you'll grow from them as I'm about to get to tell you, but yeah. So I ended up going thinking, Oh, the university of South Alabama is starting a football program. I'll go on there get co- you know, get some good experience, playing experience, get some con- more connections in the football world and become a great football coach. And this is going to be my success journey. This is what's going to make, give myself a pat on the back. or I'll be proud of this. Well, end up going down there, you know, despite my efforts and it didn't take too long to find out that I was not eligible um, which most probably thinking probably shouldn't known that before you went, but I was ready to make a change. <laughs> like I said, taking a risk for change. Um, you know, when you're down there and you don't know, I had one friend who's down there and he was married in med school. So his life was, uh, pretty full. Um, so you basically, you know, yeah, had no, t- not a lot of time for me. So I felt pretty alone felt pretty scared, uh, felt the tap. All I wanted to do was quit, come home, crawl underneath the bed. Um, felt like a failure. Uh, yeah, all the insecurities that I thought would go away by making this decision were all still there. That's always the common denominator when we think the environment, the people around us, the job, then I'll be fixed. That's the common denominator is what? It's still you. <laughs> so that's why we got to address those things. That's, you know, uh, no matter where we are, that's, but that's the importance of, at the same time, that is the importance of risk. Cause then you can start addressing those insecurities. When those things come up, you can at those in real time, start going, why do I feel anxious in the situation? Why do I feel so lack of confidence in who I am when answering these types of questions or being in this type of position or why do I feel so much anxiety walking in this type of building or being around these type of people? 
you start unraveling that, I mean, it's a thread, it's a long thread, right? Um, you really can find the right resources, the right people, get the right, I mean, that's the first time I saw a counselor uh, in my life. And um, it kind of popped the bubble of the health industry, you know, mental health industry uh, for me, then it's not just all crazy people. And, you know, now, heck, I, I work in a mental health facility with counselors, wonderful people that spent their education and money on how to figure out the human mind and the human experience and address traumas and help people grow. So um, anyway, so there's all like, you can start unpacking these layers of myself, discovering myself, how much I valued my friendship. And in college, you didn't, I didn't take advantage of those friendships. I didn't value them as much as I should because they were just there something you don't realize when you leave college, step into full adulthood, that friendships come harder, especially as men, because we don't feel like we need them or don't want to come off needy to other men. (laughs) Um, Women seem to be better at staying connected, staying in community, um, doing things intentionally together. So, um, so yeah, I had to learn the hard way as much as I there was regret. There was disappointment in making this drastic change. And I didn't think it through. I did still need the change and I learned from it and I grew from it. Um, it was just probably my motivation behind it. And that's something you need to address when we take a risk. It's not necessarily the risk itself. It's the motivation behind it. Um, so fast forward, you know, three years later, and I finally did get the degree at South Alabama. I, powered through, made a lasting friendship um, down there later, uh, not too long after, you know, being down there. Um, you know, I think there's the, ch- we need to make change for growth. And I think that's the motivation when we really think about is really positive is that how do I create growth in my life? Um. And I think a lot of risk is that, is that piece. I think you got to really, really think through, um, yeah, what does growth look like? And a lot of it comes from just taking risks, sacrificing something. Um, So for me, like, um, you know, when you think about risk for growth, you got to think about the who, the what, and the where. Okay. Um, if I want to make it take a risk, I need to think about, all right, who else, who do I need to be around? What do I need to be doing that'll help me grow? Uh, and where do I need to be? Maybe an environment that might actually create growth in my life. So me at 26, you know, I had a regular job. It was nothing special, but I had all my needs taken care of, um, roof for my head friends um and you know so that that's what i deep down i really um kind of started thinking through and but you know like i but i i really needed to grow nothing was truly helping me you know like really creating growth. It was all status quo. It was all nice and good, but it was not creating growth in my life. Um, so therefore I needed change. So these are all kind of all, 
there's really three, but they're all kind of all within one. And so if you're just taking a risk for change, probably not the best, but change that creates growth, taking risks for growth, that's really, that's, that's a pretty good spot. And that's kind of where I'm at at 26. I decided to quit my job, leave Birmingham where I was safe and comfortable. Um, was living in a house, you know, um, and moved to California. Uh, li- you know, on a ranch where I had a volunteer job. I was the oldest person there um, for the most part. Um, it was mostly college students I was working with who also had very similar role to me and I was working maintenance and I basically had a nine to five type job when it was really only like nine to three some days. Um, and it was great. exactly what I needed. Um, but what I was, I was thinking through is I needed, what's the environment? I needed to be an environment where I could grow as a person. Um, I needed around people who would encourage that. Um, I had good people in my life, but I don't feel like I was in an environment that that complimented that, that really, really hit that place where I was like um, growing spiritually specifically for me is what I needed. I needed to have a deeper relationship with God. I needed to know what he thought for my life and not solely what I thought. Um, you know, and what I was doing didn't really matter. I think for some of us, yeah, I think you all need to think through is like, okay, for growth, I need to think about what I'm doing. Um, you know, for me, maybe it was, it was a, there was a day to think there was, I needed more structure in my life. I needed the, what, what to do, what, what do I need to be doing on a daily basis to help me? And, you know, part of that was the spiritual component. I was in a set of, you know, Christian ranch, um, that definitely helped. Um, some of us are just like, all right, if I change my day to day, will that create growth in my life? Um, and now, yeah. And that's exactly, that's probably why I'm here today. That was 10, ooh, over 10 years ago. That's nuts. So over 10 years ago, it's, I would say that the reason why I'm here today is because I made that change that created growth in my life. I, without a doubt, I'd say if I wasn't there, I wouldn't be here. Um, and some of us, we probably need to think through, have we had those moments? And we need to remember why, all right, why did we make that decision way back then and went there and took that risk? Because it probably led us to today and we could probably better understand today, but what we did then, just a little tidbit, um, nothing is wasted. And, you know, any of y'all follow me, I, I, that's a common theme. Nothing is wasted. All right, so the third thing, so we've got, Take a risk for change. Take a risk for growth. Third, take a risk for challenge. So this is a common theme I find in my coaching, um, especially for men in our 30s. We've done a couple of jobs. We've kind of made a good living, done nice things, but we need that challenge. We need that risk to for something new. We need to face. Uh, we're bored we're comfortable and we just need that challenge. Um, for me, that was actually this past year. Um, I was comfortable, um, in a nonprofit job. It was all good, positive. I loved the people I worked with, um, felt a level of influence, developed content, did some nice things. Um, but there, what I was, I felt the ceiling. 
I felt a, a challenge where I could literally hit the cruise control button and I would be in the same place five years from now. And I needed that challenge to force me out of my boredom to find stress that is, you know, a good level of stress that creates that tension within me that I got to push and grow and develop skills that I have not grown yet that'll serve me later in life. Um, so that's, yeah. And for me, that's what happened. Yeah. I guess last year. So I'm in the middle of that and I'm feeling all that. And there's days I regret it. And there's days I'm like, man, that I had it so easy. But I think that's when, but I'm really finding out about myself. I'm really growing. I'm still feeling the potential. Like that's where, you know, we can access hope. Hope is such a powerful thing when we access hope. We allow hope to engage our life and we actually take action from hope. Um, it feeds something in us that is beyond the material. That's beyond me uh, just getting the status quo when I need. And we need to be challenged. We need to take risk from challenge. Um yeah. So anyway, so I guess going back to the beginning and all part of this is, I think, a, a motivating factor. You need to think deep within yourself, mind, heart, soul, however you want to describe it <laughs> is, all right, am I writing my own redemption story? If some of y'all have heard my other podcasts, there is something like there is like something powerful that what makes us human is redemption. We're all on a redemption story, a redemption arc. That's why we love story. That's why we love movies, books, um, because we, it, we can connect with it. We resonate with it, the redemption story. So, uh, I mean, I could say way back when, 23, when I was 23, making that decision to go play college football, thinking that's what was going to be. That was me writing my redemption story. I was trying to right the wrongs in my life under my control and made, and it was a lot of to do with appearance making like it look like I had it all figured out like I was doing something in my life and it sounded cool and people would go oh that's awesome um I was me trying to write the redemption story mainly out of perception even though I, I love the game it might have been really fun to go play um my body's probably thanking me for it though um probably would have been a punching bag for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, but like, how do we, and then, so like the next little, what's going to create growth in my life? You know, that is something in our personal relationship with God and our personal friendships. It's like, how do I create the opportunity for growth? That is not you writing your story. That is you um, coming alongside being part of the momentum of your story of saying, I know I'm on a redemption path and I just know I need to grow. I don't know what it looks like. All right, what opportunities are in front of me to go grow? So that's you connecting with your story in a way where you're not taking charge and you're not writing it, but you're being part of it. Makes sense? Because we all need to grow. We all need to grow in some area, whether we got millions of dollars or whether we got nothing in the bank. Um, whether we live in a mansion or we're living in a shack, like it doesn't matter. Like I think so many times we think about that's part of the redemption story of, Oh, once I get money, all this will be taken care of. I'll have less stress, less worries, but it's like, it doesn't work that way. We all need to grow. We all need to be in places that grow. And I think the ultimate redemption story, part of our redemption is the challenge. We feel that comfort. I think that's our part of us. That's like, 
when we're bored, that's that prompt. It's like, all right, it's time to do something. It's time to create that part of your story that really sends it to another level. That really, when you look back and you're like, yes, that is what makes that story great. Um, I think we all, when we watch a movie, we're like, ooh, yeah, I love that part. Well, like I'll rewind and rewatch that one part. I may not want to watch the whole movie ever again, but I go, I want to watch that part because that's the part I resonate with. And that's the part we really get to when like we're in like a nice, good little spot or safe. We feel fine, you know, uh, but we need that challenge. We need that to face, um, step out of what we know, step out of the box, think creatively. We are creative beings, no matter what you do, no matter what you think, define creativity, we are creative beings and we need that operate in that creative space. So, yeah. So three, cha- so th- <laughs> what's, what's the wording again? again? <laughs> uh, three risks, three types of risk in your life. There's the risk for change, risk for growth, risk for challenge. Um, and all the motivating factor underneath it all is, am I writing my own redemption story or am I allowing God to do that? I'm allowing the creator to create my redemption story because it's going to be so much better. You do not want your life limited to what you can think or do or think what's possible. You want your life with a roof off and you're doing the things what he can do. Anyway, I think I've babbled enough. Um, I hope you check out uh, more of the Men Are Forge podcast. I've got great interviews. Most recent one with Ben Higgins. Um, he hit on some of the stuff from his own story that was really good. Uh, as well as go on the website and subscribe. And uh, yeah, I look forward to um, hearing some of your comments. I'll put that up on the website. Um, ask a question mentorforge.com backslash ask a question because I would love to answer the questions you are asking and not just kind of doing it for my own story, even though I hope that applies. So um, yeah, check out mentorforge.com backslash ask a question and I'll see you all next time.